Yeah, Hannah hates that. Hi and welcome. This is podcasting to perfection. I'm but a co-host, and my name is Brad Breakfast. <laughs> you like that? I did. Yeah. That one I liked. Yeah, the pe- people like it when I'm weird. Yeah, it's that's, true. That's what I'm known for. Yeah. I'm also known for being very mean to people on Tremors message boards. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to those who have seen those comments. Yeah, you Appreciate you being here. I'm still going to do it. Uh, podcasting to perfection, and we have a guest. We do. I'm Hannah Backwards, and we are joined by Eric. Eric, we've had you on How Do You Do. You're a good friend of the show and a local entertainer. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. You're in, what, four bands, you say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're a country musician. Yeah. Uh, so Country folk, whatever. I'm all over the place. Yeah. Well, you've, I, play, you, I play it all. <laughs> it fits your personality, which is all, all over, over the, the place. place. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we're talking about a great movie, a misunderstood movie, I think. Um, we're talking about Tremor 6. A Cold Day in Hell. A Cold Day in Hell. It's a much better title than five. Bloodlines. Bloodlines. What does that even mean? I think that's also a subtitle of a Hellraiser movie. Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So let's just use that a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Rambo 6. Bloodlines. Bloodlines. It could fit. It fits a lot. Rocky 12. Bloodlines. Bloodlines. (laughs) Yes. It's Apollo Jr.'s son. <laughs> Apollo Creed the Fourth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is a this is a weird fucking movie. Honestly, um, was, yeah, it was. It was weird. <laughs> it's a great movie. I I loved it. It to me, this movie is the equivalent of getting out your childhood GI Joes and just fucking playing with them. <laughs> yeah, that's you know what, what I mean? it felt like. There's nothing enriching about it. No, no it's but nonsense from start to finish. Yeah, <laughs> but I I love that. Um, we're gonna talk about a lot of stuff. We can go ahead and just get started. Mm-hmm. So they start in the Arctic tung- tundra, uh, but the Arctic tundra of South Africa. <laughs> yes, which is where it's South set. African tundra. Yes, a place that definitely exists. But it's supposed to be Canada. But from the start, <laughs> it looks, it doesn't look like snow, right? It, the snow doesn't behave like snow. Yeah, and it's the, the way that it's heaping, the way that it looks to be blowing in the wind. Yeah, and we immediately see two people get killed. Yes. Just right off the bat. Like just, yeah, straight up killed. And we see blood and guts. Yeah. And we also see the Graboid right off the bat, which is the first time that's happened in the opening. Like the last movie, it was 30 minutes in or something. Yeah. And this one, like 13 seconds. Right. Yeah. They like, yeah, they usually set them up a little. The they characters do. And give you some time to relax before they throw the first one at you. You see body parts or just blood or some yeah. something weird. A little, little foreplay before the worm comes out. <laughs> right. <laughs> as, as there should be. Uh, but it's like, like fucking right off the bat, uh, you see the Graboid. There's no mystery anymore. I mean, we are on the sixth movie, so if you don't know what you're getting into, <laughs> yeah, that's true. watch the other five movies. <laughs> I mean, there's there's six others. But you know what I mean. Uh, but then we come to, is it Chang, Chang's Market right off the bat? Yeah. Like right from there. And it looks like Chang's Market. I mean, it looks a little more organized. And uh, then an alarm goes off and a uh, a guy in a suit comes in and he is, uh, he identifies himself as Agent Dalkwed, uh, which we've <laughs> talked about. Dalkwed. Dalkwed. Uh, he has a weird accent, and that is because we have looked it up. He is played by Danny Keogh, and he is South African. Uh, so good choice First on the IRS agent. I, I do <laughs> want to say, he comes out in a suit, but also a cowboy hat. Yes. Some slick-looking boots. Very true, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what he puts on when he means business. I feel like the, the hat and boots just adds to like the sleaziness <laughs> of a character. He has that <laughs> feeling to him like the bad guy in Fargo. Um, 
uh, <laughs> like his accent's just off, but you can't place right. it. And the way he looks is like kind of unsettling. You could believe this guy to be the devil if he just identified himself as Satan right there. I I thought he was going to sell me a Cadillac. Okay, you know? yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Greasy. That's all I Greasy. thought. Greasy. Yeah. Um, now there's some back and forth. We're not going to go through every plot point in this movie. Um, and I do have segments set up in this episode, so we're trying to trying to keep the flow a little better. But uh, Bert has a new hat. You want to talk about the new hat, Hannah? Yeah, so I found out that, um, well, he wears a Hawks hat for movies one through five. And then all of a sudden you see him in a different hat. It's a Cubs hat. Well, the uh, reason why he wore that Cubs hat, which was a last minute uh, decision on his part, was because the Cubs had actually won the national champ or the championship that year. World Series. And so he wanted right. to celebrate that. And the reason why they even had the Hawks hats in the first place was that the production team was just given a bunch of them. So they were like, here, just wear this. <laughs> That's why they had the Hawks hats? Yeah. Yeah, it was, okay. it was always arbitrary. I thought it was a team he liked. Um, in the series, canonically, he does. Right. But not... not- Michael Gross. In the- right. Michael Gross is from Chicago. Okay. Uh, from what I found in my research mm-hmm. at least it's where he lived or whatever but yeah so he he changed the cubs hat to honor them and i guess after five movies you can kind of just do what you want if you're the only person willing to come back yeah other and than jamie kennedy it said that he was a producer so he was just like i'm gonna wear this yeah so we never got the, the the original cast back in a decent capacity no. No. Kevin Bacon was offered five and probably offered six and didn't take them. Do you think he'll come back now that Bernie made off with all of his money? <laughs> he has. He's tried. So oh. so he has suggested it. He said he would like to do it. But he was offered all these movies and didn't take them. Yeah. So it sounds like either he's ready to actually make some more money because he lost like 40 plus million dollars. Uh or brutal yeah uh he wants to have some control over it which you know we'll see since stampede entertainment is no longer doing them they're universal stampede that that was the production company that was the original yeah (laughs) and they did what the first three i want to say i think so yeah i'd have to go back and look but uh i did get another piece of trivia um, it's towards the beginning of the movie. He shouts at Travis, do you have your RCMP 5590 form? That is actually the correct form for taking weapons into Canada. Uh, you have to file an RCMP 5590 form. For Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was just amazed that they got that all correct. And it is the like correct form you would have to file to like go hunting in canada with your own weapons canada has stricter gun gun laws than we do oh yeah a uh, lot of people do yeah um now everybody has stricter gun laws this and rightfully so for fuck's sake michael gross is banging that drum too so yeah. he's not at all his character no i thought i always felt that burt gummer was a little bit satire he's supposed to be the fans don't nuts. get it Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> they, this, he was that over exaggeration of that play or of that person. And then they all took it as like, hey, guess what? I can be this level. Well, and did he, was it this one or the last one where he's kind of like Burt Grills uh, and so has his own reality? It was the last one. Okay. Um, by this one, that has dried up. <laughs> he He's no longer making his sauces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they stopped doing videos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we do find out that Bert hasn't been paying his taxes. Oh, right. What? Yeah. No way. Who would ever believe that no. a libertarian would have a <laughs> problem with taxes? Uh, and they seize his land. The, the IRS agent puts a lien on it. So how that works, right. if you're not familiar with a lien. Agent Dickweed. 
Yes, Agent. Agent. That's the only reason they called him Dalkwood. <laughs> uh, the IRS will basically own your shit until you pay it off, and then you get your stuff back. It can be put on a car. It can be put on a house. It can be put on literally any property. Um, and they can do that. That's all real. Uh, I think in Bert's case, in real life, he would probably just go to prison. Yeah. <laughs> that's just tax evasion. Right. <laughs> uh, so they're going to auction it off to pay his to pay his tax bill and then Travis shows up and Travis is of course um the happy idiot. Yeah. I the that golden retriever. Yeah. Yeah, golden, golden retriever. retriever. Right, which is a mainstay in the Tremors series. It There's is one. Yeah. <laughs> uh and Bert says, you know, Bert's like, no, I don't want to go do more videos, even though that would probably make the money to keep his land. Uh, and he says he's happy managing Chang's general store, even though the lights were off and he was shooting an air rifle inside. Right. Sighting an air rifle. Yeah. He yeah. was sighting it. You're right. Indoors. <laughs> it's a great, great idea. Uh, I think any time I've ever shot an air rifle indoors, I was very drunk and it's not a good decision. Yeah. Somebody was getting hit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or drywall. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, so more more facts. I got, a, I got a couple more. Travis does eventually convince Bert to... They get a, an SOS call. Yes. From Canada. And they, they're like, yeah, there are graboids. And he says, no, there couldn't be. It's too cold. Uh, we'll get to that. But... There's some really bad dialogue about how Travis wants to follow in Bert's footsteps. As we know from the last movie, Travis is Bert's illegitimate son. That's the bloodline they were talking about. It kind of is. Yeah, right? That's deep. Uh, Yeah, and... it It could pay some decent money. You know, they're gonna go whatever, but... He does put on actual camo. It's true timber viper snow camo. <laughs> that why do they get this stuff accurate? Like right, right. They get the weirdest stuff right. Just in these super movies. accurate. Yeah. Uh, he also carries like a legit karambit knife. Oh yeah. Uh, it's the Grandway XO five, which I, I don't know who's <laughs> researching this stuff too. <laughs> Just right. give him a knife, man. You know, like he doesn't. I guess. Whatever. Because the people that watch the movies want, I gotta have that knife. Yeah. You know. What kind of gun was he shooting? That's the one for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. James Bond carried one. Gotta have it. I'm gonna look that cool, too. (laughs) It's it's what's kept Walther in business. Oh, my God. Because all those guns are shit now. But uh, Bert goes to, like, take a nap in his hammock on top of the store. uh, But then he's awakened by... What we think is a flashback. Yeah. They look like flashbacks and just images of obviously the graboids and monsters and just flashing. And when Travis sees him, he starts doing push ups and he's like, I'm doing calisthenics. And Travis (laughs) is like, I don't want no part of that. (laughs) That's how you follow in his footsteps. But oh, yeah. Yeah, I I was talking about the Bert. You do. The bad dialogue. He says, uh, I want to fill your shoes. And Bert's like, they're a size 12. And he's like, yeah, I've seen you in a locker room. Why? Right. Like, Why? That's... There's a video game called, I want to say it's called Showering with My Dad. Why? What? And, <laughs> and that's all I could think of because I can't think of any other reason an adult would take a shower with uh, their father. That's... Like, I mean, why like, are they going to a locker room? They're living out in the desert. You just go take a shower. It's when, when me and dad stayed at the Y. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's a tax lien on his land. Right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so we're going to go to Canada. We get to Canada. There. Done. Uh, did anything happen on the way? Yeah, so on our way to Canada... Um, we see some a we see some a b activity, which is Aryan Brotherhood. Yes, no, um, 
ass blasters. All of a sudden, they're calling them ABs. ABs. Yeah. What was that a censoring thing? Did we maybe time saver? To, you know, yeah. it might be a censoring thing. Maybe like if we cut out all the ass blasters, we can say fuck a couple times. Well, there's a lot of <laughs> you know? dick jokes in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> and it is only PG thirteen. That's it's not right. an R. So maybe Ass Blaster would put them over the edge. Yeah, you can't say that is so many times. Uh, Ass the- Blaster, which was the third uh, evolution. Yes, yes, yes. Right. Where they propel themselves with Wait, the Wait, it's gas. the second, it's isn't bla- it? No, because the second one is was the, the Shrieker. Is the, yeah, the Shriekers, because uh, they oh, were in yeah. the second one. Gotcha. Aftershocks. Gotcha. Then it was Ass Blaster. Yes. Yeah. I always get those confused. But uh, I want to say they just up. started skipping from Grad Boy to Ass Blaster. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have. Um, we don't get, I don't think there are any Shriekers in this movie. No, we don't see any. All we see are Ass Blasters and then Grad Boy. And, and is then it eggs. Just two or three Ass Blasters? It's not that many. Yeah, no, it's not that many. I only, I think two or three because they run into one on their way into Canada and they're like, no way. Again, oh, that can't be good. It's too cold. Like, they can't be. Hey, guys, we got cut off a little bit there. Uh, and it is uh, not a big deal. We're just going to get back into it. Sorry about that. Yeah. So, as I was saying, it's too cold for them to be there. It's, they can't survive in such a cold climate, but they run into one. It takes down the plane. They land it safely, but obviously it's a rough landing. Yeah. Um, and then, so they get there, but the ass blaster is now. Now, what do we find? There's a piece of of uh, weird si- subplot right when they're in the plane before they're attacked. Bert finds out that she is smuggling moonshine oh yeah (laughs) they just smell the smell of alcohol right yeah and it is a weird uh another one of those weird accurate things uh the place they are going (laughs) none of it territory is dry uh okay it's there's a lot of places all over weird thing to get right yeah (laughs) well and they really just do it that the only time they address that is Right when they land the plane and the men in black show up and confiscate the moonshine. Yeah. But then, like, no more trouble. They're just like, we're going to take this. And she's like, oh, you'll, uh, I'll get you next time. And that's it. Yeah. Nothing else. Nobody's ever says it again. But she does act drunk. To me, she acts very wasted throughout the whole movie. I thought she was a lot like the character from the last movie, uh, the helicopter pilot. Oh, okay. Who was also uh, unhinged is the right word. <laughs> um, but she was a different kind. She was like a uh, fucking weird gra- drunk grandma. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, but uh, I don't know. She was great. She was definitely necessary. <laughs> I liked yeah, her. Yeah, she was great. Uh, I do have a theory that this this graboid is a different subspecies because it has a black beak. It has two mandibles. Uh, It's just a little, doesn't have that weird bird beak um, quite as, it's not quite the same. Yeah. So we're now in a new region. It's a new climate. We're seeing what I would assume is like evolutionary changes to be able to live in a cold climate. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about the, the men in black enough. Oh, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's talk about them. They're from DARPA. Yeah, we find out. That's where they're... They're from DARPA. Not... <laughs> now, do you you know about DARPA, right? Uh, jog my memory. Okay, DARPA is the... For the audience here, not me, obviously. Okay, okay. <laughs> well... Uh, I think they get their funding mostly from Department of Defense. They are advanced research. They're basically, they invented the internet. Like when Al Gore said, I invented the internet. Gotcha. He was on a committee at DARPA. That is, what he said was accurate. Like uh, people (laughs) have said that he was fine. People just ran with it. I've been angry about that for a number of years. (laughs) But DARPA is honestly pretty pretty rad like they they've invented a lot of things or at least developed a lot of things that we use every day um wi-fi uh 
is one of the big ones that came from like torpedo technology. Right. Uh, it, it's, but Bert is a libertarian, so he hates them. First of all, they are funded by taxpayers. Second of Which all, Bert, as we know, right, is, is not, not one. one. Uh, but libertarians tend to, and I'm going to try to be nice about this for the first time ever. Uh, libertarians seem to have a thing about conspiracy theories, and DARPA is often the bad guy in a lot of these conspiracy theories. Like, if they tell you that the government can control the weather, that's DARPA. That somehow. Right. Yeah, using uh, a weather monitoring station in Alaska. Yeah, they're, they're they controlling can, it all. Right. Uh, it's silly, but it does, it does work for Bert's backstory that he doesn't like them. Mm -hmm. And they make sense. They roll up in like this big black, uh, you know, yeah, like a black escalator or something. Yeah. And so, and then like darker, like rock music, SUV roll up. Yeah. And then like the darker rock music to like make them seem like they are the bad guy. They're all in sunglasses. Yeah. Like the... (laughs) Yeah. Now, I will say right from the villain. beginning, yeah, the vehicles are all right-hand drive. Yes. We now in, in Canada, they have cars that are the same as our cars here in the U.S. that are left-hand drive. So, I don't think it was in the budget to bring cars over to south africa they were just like find cars in south africa or to for some reason just flip the image yeah we were like you could have just flipped it just don't put any text on the screen and it'll be fine (laughs) nobody will notice (laughs) but again so they detailed like the camo the knife he would wear but then like when it came to (laughs) listen we're smuggling moonshine into a dry county in canada so they know we filmed it in canada yeah (laughs) But the cars are backwards. Uh, now it's French Canada, then it's, it must right. be <laughs> still left-hand drive, Eric. <laughs> uh, now we we get to this research base. Men in Black kind of let them go, but they're really foreboding. They say uh, we're your next door neighbors, but there ain't no welcome mat. Yeah. Okay, I don't have a welcome mat because it got stolen. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, well, let's let's talk about some of the characters. Um, right off the bat, their graboid expert, Valerie, who is Valerie McKee, Val's daughter, Valentine's daughter from the first movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's- Why wasn't she in Bloodlines? I, That's not can't. important because Jamie Kennedy needed something to Jamie do. Jamie came Malibu's most wanted. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So she calls Bert over the radio and was like, hey, I'm a big fan. I know all of this about, you know, the whole graboids and I know their evolution. Right. And I'm like, so, you know, I've had generations in, of history and knowledge and then... Um, we get hot scientist doctor. There's always hot doctor. You gotta hot have science lady. hot science doctor. First movie, Rhonda. Yeah. Uh, the Western one. She's not really a scientist, but the lady who owns the store. She's a Reba stand-in. Yeah, strong-willed <laughs> woman, business owner. The last movie, she got eight, but she was hot. Yeah, she was. She drank... Uh, reclaimed shower water out of a wine glass and then got eaten by a monster. Yes. <laughs> but it's it's fine. Hot doctor. It's always there's always a hot doctor in these movies. Always. Uh we meet Dr. Charles Ferezzi. Ferezzi. <laughs> Ferezzi. <laughs> who's uh an asshole and a baby and he says his balls are stainless steel. They are not. They are not. No, no. matter how loud he shouts it. No. I forgot that that's one of the dialogue bits. Yes. That continues. You got to have balls of stainless steel. Yeah. He's, he, he makes him repeat after him. He says, my balls are steel. <laughs> I have balls of steel. He says, I have balls of steel. He says, my balls are stainless steel. 
My balls are stainless steel. My balls are in the Guinness Book of World Records. My balls are in the Guinness Book of World Records. It's very yeah. dumb. He's like, now move, it's move, so move. Hell of a pep talk there, bro. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, we also get knockoff Chris Pratt. Yes. Uh, I forgot to That's check right. the casting of knockoff Chris Pratt. Just a second while I do that. Boop, 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 boop. That's the uh, Swackhammer. Swack, I knew Swackhammer. Who plays Swackhammer? Swackhammer. Swackhammer is played by Rob Van Vuren. Vuren. V u u r e n. Yeah, yeah. He was in another. Um, he he was in another comedy with another one of the actors. Mm-hmm. But uh, his name is not Rob Van Vuren. His name is fucking knockoff Chris Pratt. <laughs> Because he's like, as soon as they they walk in and they're meeting the team, and he's like, "Hey guys!" Like, yeah. it just gave it such Chris Pratt. It gave vibes. me like Andy vibes. Uh, <laughs> then we meet Hart Hansen or Hart Throb. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, what I'm talking about. And that's kind of your core team. That's who's gonna. Did you have anybody else? Acklark. Acklark. Which I think means like big bear or something in uh, the Inuit language. Okay. Which is fun. Yeah. Like that's a good thing to get right. <laughs> I would hope they'd get that right. Uh, they do believe that the guys next door want to take the Graboids and turn them into a bioweapon. They mention it several times. Mm-hmm. Even I mean, though the how guys. How could you not turn them into a bioweapon? It's so well, enticing. It is, but the. <laughs> Guys next door, the men in black, DARPA, says several times, just straight up, we're not doing that. We're trying to make or to take uh, drinking water to other places. Yeah. Like a much more noble cut. We find out there's nothing underneath. They're actually just trying to save the world, but they're kind of mean. Right. (laughs) They're just like, don't bother us. Yeah. They're not bad guys. Yeah, no. They're just misunderstood guys. (laughs) Yeah. Um, there's an ass blaster attack. Uh, Dr. Bitch is what I wrote. Dr. Ferezzi. <laughs> Dr. Uh, he gets killed. An ass blaster attack. Yeah. Uh, it's an AB attack. Um, he gets <laughs> into, what? He gets into what the truck. And uh, <laughs> he gets into the truck and then he won't let the other guy in. But that's for the best because the truck. Dead. Yeah. Uh, the, the truck gets eaten, right? Yes. Into the into the ground. Every every one of these movies that happens, right? A giant vehicle, more or less. Yeah. Somehow gets gets eaten, taken crunched. into the ground. Yeah. That we that we inevitably spent ten minutes getting to because yeah. that was going to be our way out. That was going to be the escape. Right. <laughs> and and there's more of this kind of thing. Um, real quick, I want to talk about. Something that bothered me. There is an inconsistent clock. Look. <laughs> Look. Continuity is important. <laughs> I am I mean... Right. Have... Your character needs to have the same, same haircut in scene to scene. You need to just unplug that fucking clock. So the time <laughs> right. doesn't go from 4 o'clock to 9 o'clock randomly yeah we know you're on a sound studio <laughs> you pan over it's four and then you go and then you come back and it's nine yeah how is that not part of resetting the the scene it should be with all, with stunts and squibs or what else that's going on and then th- the thing that drove me crazy i <laughs> hate it when there are spelling errors in the closed <laughs> captioning on the dvd oh, hard-coded no. into the dvd is it should be none of it it is Nanavit and not Kukaracha, Kukarcha. Yeah. Kukarcha. Kukarcha. Yeah. I watched them. Uh, there's another one. One of the doctors says we'll have to do arthroscopic surgery, um, which is when they put a camera into a joint. Uh, they meant endoscopic surgery, which is when they go down your throat or um, up your butt. Yeah. Whatever it is, it's a camera on the end of a tube that just goes goes down into you. Yeah. (laughs) Or up a hole. Uh, Those are just basic things. Um, But there are a lot 
of uh, a lot of quotes in this movie that are a little wacky. <laughs> Hannah, Hannah, do you have any? Do you want to? Do you want to look up some? Um, yeah, I don't have any. We talked second, about the but... my balls are stainless steel. Uh, how about? They're going to be like sand sharks bobbing for apples. And then Bert Gummer <laughs> says, yeah, and we'll be the Granny Smiths. <laughs> Look. That is hat on a hat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> First off, picturing the sand sharks bobbing for apples. Yeah. Why, Already why big they, fucking stretch. Just sharks and seals. Is this seals. a far side comic? Right. Here. Sharks and seals. <laughs> Uh, we're the Granny Smiths. Why? Why did sharks a, like apples? Know, I like a Fuji, a Red Delicious. Granny Smiths are okay. I think they're overrated. They're for pies. That's yeah. That's a pie apple. That's a pie apple. Oh gosh, um, one of mine was from Bert. He says, "Take a couple of tablespoons of cement and harden the hell up." I think he said that to Doctor Veretzi again. Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird one. Yeah, like, don't eat cement. No, you'll just <laughs> give yourself a tummy ache. <laughs> like, like, it just... I, um, I, I got one. This is a, this is a little scene. Can, can we read it? Um, I'll be Travis, you be Bert. Uh, right there. Yeah, but if it doesn't work, we die. So what the hell, Bert? Have you ever nailed Jello to a wall? <laughs> I'm not sure how that's relevant. It's relevant because I did it. And guess what? It's stuck. You know why? Because everyone said I couldn't. <laughs> no, no, we need to talk more about how that's not relevant. It's still not, even if it worked. <laughs> I once lit a fart on fire. I don't just bring that into regular conversation to pump people up. I told you I could do anything. Yeah. This is proof. This yeah. is. <laughs> You're underestimating me. Because of my ability to nail Jello to the wall. If somebody tells me, "Hey, Brett, you can't nail Jello to a wall," I'm just gonna go, "Okay," and then never think about that You're again. You're probably right. Yeah. Not Travis. No, he did it because they said he couldn't. He d- he did. <laughs> he accomplished the impossible. You yeah, guys. that's why he did it because he, people said he couldn't. He should inspire us all. <laughs> I regained the use of my hand because they didn't know if I could. I did comedy because my parents told me I wasn't funny. I've never nailed Jello to a wall because that doesn't serve a purpose. <laughs> uh, okay, we find out Bert is poisoned. Yep. So those flashbacks. That he was having are actual his uh, his body reacting to poison from the time that he got swallowed up by a graboid and had to get chainsawed out. How long ago? How long ago is this? Like twenty years? That was difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah What's no, a was. hell of an incubation period? I want to say for it was, anything. It was the second right. or third movie, and yeah. in the last movie, a helicopter pilot was also swallowed and had to be spat out. So he has the poison, and he's just going to die. Yeah. They they also don't address that. <laughs> the other person that got swallowed but not killed. Uh, right. they've, they, they're they going to need a live graboid because they have to get venom. Uh, now they have venom glands, which is new. Right. And it needs to be alive because the enzymes have to be alive still when it's extracted. That's yeah. not how this works. Um, We'll just go That's through not- some, some shit real fast here. The tower is down. Uh, a graboid eats a whole lady. Mm-hmm. Um, they make a plan. They're going to go to the hangar. And then DARPA shows up. And they're like, hey, guys, oh, since police. we're not the bad guys at all, uh, can you help us? And they're like, maybe. And then one of them gets eaten. So yep. they're just along for the ride now. Uh, <laughs> they rig up an ATV. With explosives? Yeah, but we did learn in the last movie that Travis is, uh, like, an amazing motocross rider. <laughs> of course he is. Yes. Yeah. He dresses like one. Or, hey, like... look, if he can nail Jello to a wall... Yeah. He can do anything. He can ride an <laughs> explosive ATV. Hell and he yeah. does. He rides it, and he jumps off, and the Graboid eats it, blows up, everybody's Boom. covered in pumpkin soup. Uh, <laughs> yes, I love the blood and guts in the tremor. Now, at Seriously. some point, 
I told you to write a note, and I don't remember what it was, or I don't remember what it was for, but the note was, biomechanics are sexy? Yeah. Which is a factual statement. I think, so Dr. Sims and I think Travis at the time were back to back with guns and, you know, and they were talking about DARPA and like what they could do. And she, Dr. Sims just goes, Ooh, biomechanics are sexy. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Now, Dr. Sims, hot doctor, gets caught by a graboid. By her a tongue, pants by a get tongue. caught. Her and the yeah, her pants get caught. Wait a it's minute! It's a throwback to the first movie. This has happened before. Yeah, Rhonda. <laughs> Rhonda got caught up by a graboid and had to take off her pants. Now Travis says, "Take off your pants," and no, she can't. Back and forth. No, take off your pants. No. She says 100% no, which is just a no. Yeah. At that point, consent is withdrawn. (laughs) Why can't she take off her pants, Hannah? Because she's commando. Because she's not wearing underwear. Oh, no. Now, Rhonda in the first movie was wearing underwear. White underwear. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Hot doctor. Classic. That is how we're going to measure what is okay to show on TV. In 1992, 1991, yeah, underwear. Underwear. 2018, no underwear. Commando. Yeah, <laughs> it's implied. Uh, I did write that I, I set aside some time in this episode because I want to address something. Now, there are two original creators of Tremors. There's S.S. Wilson and Brent Maddock. Brent Maddock has a brother. His name is Glenn. Glenn recently had a little Tremors convention. Now, I said from the beginning, I would be down to interview Glenn. We released the last episode and Glenn messaged me. And do you remember what Glenn said? Not really. Glenn said he would love to do an interview. If we came to the convention. Okay. I told him, we're not going to be able to make it. We would love to do a remote interview. The message went dead. There was nothing. He was only trying to get us to come to the convention. I hope the convention was fun. I have friends who went. Levi went. We love Levi. We saw that. You know, there were actual movie stars from the series. Michael Gross was going to be there. Michael Gross went for at least the first day. Do you think Bert goes commando? No. I I don't. (laughs) I think he has tactical underwear. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. That's. Now, I did did a little... I did a a, a little research about Glenn. Um, I watched some of his one of his interviews from before, I'm kind of glad I didn't do an interview. (laughs) He doesn't seem like a person who is likable. Yeah. That's always unfortunate. I'm sorry. Brent, SS, you guys are great. Love you. Your property is amazing. We made a podcast about it. And we love it. We love it. We, We absorb everything Tremors. Glenn does not need to be the face of Tremors. Glenn has a face only a mother could love. Yeah, he needs to get off them coattails. Yeah, I'm sorry. When that happens, we're just we're saying it. We're making this podcast out of love. I can't love that guy. Yeah, we're not into this for a profit, and he definitely likes that profit. Yeah, he does. He does. So uh, I also did see some interesting things, like some. There was a guy um, who made a movie called Dave Made a Maze. He was going to write another Tremors movie. Uh, Glenn very, very succinctly said uh, there will not be another one, and we we have no information about another one. It was totally being written behind his back. Like, he he's kind of out of the loop, <laughs> uh, which is funny to me. But anyway, 
let's get back to it. Um, there is a pissing scene in this movie. Yeah. So you thought we were done with the pee. Not really. The last movie was drenched in it. <laughs> Literally. Uh, it was hard. Yeah. He used his pee to, you know, put sound or make the ground. You know, to, to lure the, the graboid. Yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> he then like has problems and everyone's like, what? You can't pee? Uh, he can. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he, he's had a lot of energy drinks, we find out. <laughs> Yeah, that's but, uh, how he was staying awake. He pees like a racehorse. But we also hear a lot of dick jokes, um, I think from Val. And we find out that Hart has a hog. Yeah. That's just how it <laughs> is. Hart has a hog. Got Hart. quite the graboid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he does, he does. And that's what they kind of say. They're like, you know, we have other worm problems or something <laughs> like that. And he's like, I got this. And then the stream breaks and then, you know. Yeah. Uh, we also see Jamie as he's getting off the truck. Um, you know, Rita is saved. Uh, Jamie steps on the satellite phone. Now, we tried Aww, to figure out. Klutz. Right, but I don't think they address it. I don't remember them <laughs> bringing that up as an issue later on. That, doesn't that bother you? Yeah. When yeah. it's like such obvious foreshadowing, and then we just... Oops, forgot to f tie off that loose end. Well, yeah, because yeah, they had made a big deal about it before when the comms tower went down. They were like, well, that the only way we can communicate is with the sat phone. And now it's crushed, and then literally nothing has, was said about it again. We also see Bert have another flashback, an episode, whatever you want to call it. There are currently, at this point, two living graboids, one dead. That's important. Uh, and... Then they save Bert. You know, yeah, so they were amongst this attack. That's why, you know, they were Hart was on the tower, and so there's a graboid. Everybody gets safe except for Bert because of this flashback that had crippled him. Yeah, so they electrify the hangar with, like, an underground electric fence. Um, they name the graboid. They find out that the graboid is testing the electric fence. I need to read this quote. <laughs> because they do name it. Good they, old swack hammer. Yeah, he <laughs> names it Sally. Sally Soul Smasher. And he says, and this seemed like it might just have been something that happened to him in real life. Because <laughs> he says, Sally Soul Smasher, she was a dirty, man-eating bitch who used to stick her nose where it didn't belong. <laughs> Seems problematic. I remember at that point going, whoa. Like, I felt that. It's one of those, you know, I see it a lot, the whole wife bad kind of oh, thing. Yeah. It, so that, I was like, so, ex-wife, the helicopter pilot did it the last movie. Yeah. Yeah. It really reminded me of Armageddon, where the scientist is like, I want to name the asteroid after my wife. And the NASA guy's like, oh, that's sweet. And she's like, He's like, no, she's a cold bitch that's going to destroy everything. <laughs> and it's like, oh, oh, oh. oh you take it. my wife, please. <laughs> good, 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 good. Uh, <laughs> the DARPA site gets attacked. Um, did you have some DARPA facts? Do we want to look up some? Oh, yeah. I think you said you wanted to talk about it. Well, Let's we can't. See. I mean, I talked about it a little bit earlier. Yeah, I explained um, who they were. They're not the bad guy. They didn't even really do anything bad in this movie. They were literally just next door, but they were on all black. Kind you of know? involved. Yeah, we just look sinister. It's okay. It's Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. It is a research and development from the Department of Defense. A whole lot of alphabet soup there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's see if I can find anything that they've uh, that they've made. Um, Anti-submarine warfare, air dominance initiative. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. Um, cancer research. Uh, God, there's so much. This is in alphabetical order. Um, of course, they're all acronyms. Um, I'm pretty sure th this, these were the people who were trying to, like, uh, not weaponized, but control dragonflies and mosquitoes at one point. Okay. As um, like reconnaissance stuff. Like drone kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. 
for drone stuff. Um, and that one really got the the conspiracy theorists <laughs> mad. Oh, of course. Um, but yeah, you know they've they've been definitely part of warfare, but they, like I said, cancer research. They've done a lot of decent stuff too. Mm-hmm. They're not all bad. Uh, but yeah, they they start making some. Let's get back to the movie. They start making some bombs, uh, and Gummer. Yeah, well, yeah, yes, yeah. It's just for a party. Yeah. <laughs> it's a gender reveal. <laughs> um, <laughs> we brought fireworks. Don't worry about it. Now they do oh. talk about Bert's uh, the gun he loves quite a bit. The HK ninety one. Now, Coke. yeah, it's a great gun. Um, they're they're like five thousand dollars nowadays. Yeah, no, they're they're hard they to go get. for a pretty penny. Did he get to keep the HK in the divorce? No. Uh, so we find out in later <laughs> movies that Heather has taken it, and that was like yeah. the sign that he knew that she wasn't That's coming right. back. That's right. <laughs> but then Travis shows up with one and gives it back to him. Find out. That was his originally. That's, that's the one that Heather took. Yeah, that's, he gets that's it crazy. Back. But yeah, it's it's not a good like it it feels kind of painful. I it, mean he, it looks painful. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he gets it back and he's like, uh um Well, that just it plays a big it's a big emotional thing, and so he finally gets that back. Yeah. Um did we have some more trivia to go over, maybe? Um, well, I, we, again, we kind of talked about the whole South African, they were in the tundra, but then had to wear, you know, all these coats and were super hot during all of that. Yeah. Can I, can I talk about the woolly mammoth in the room? Not really very cold in this movie. <laughs> yeah. oh, like, yeah. uh, like the, the opening ten, five, 10 minutes, the intro, pretty, pretty frosty out there. Right. The rest of it, we're hanging out on a like autumn day on a baseball field. Well, and and all of their buildings have giant bay windows, and like none of that would work. That's all a bad idea. That's that's how you get frozen to death. Uh, and that's actually that is a big part of the trivia that that I wrote down was that they the buildings were very obviously in South Africa as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's some minor stuff about like the inside of the plane. I thought it was too piddly. Honestly, <laughs> it's like the plane is the wrong plane. Uh, we did notice that the engine, when the engine goes out and they land it, the engine is very clearly still running. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's running, but that was supposed to have been blown out by the AB at that point. But yeah, no, it like, and even the propeller slowed down like it normally would, as if it was just powering down. It was funny. Uh, so we got heart on the tower. There's a diversion, um, slow motion. They lure Sally to the hangar, and Sally explodes mm-hmm. with bombs. Yeah, and, and I, th- I want to say fishing hooks. Yeah, just a giant. <laughs> um. Yeah, that, that scene. Let's get to let's let's keep going because we see Mister Cuts, the DARPA dude, on top of a building. Mm-hmm. This is super important. He can't get down. Th- that's the only thing he can't. They're on the ground. Fine, the graboid isn't getting them. He just can't get down off this roof that he climbed onto, <laughs> and so they're like. Let's make a deal. I don't ever want to pay taxes for the rest of rest of my life. And he's like, okay, fine. And then they just get a ladder and he climbs down. Yeah. It's not that serious. <laughs> he could have just said like, no, I'll figure it out. That'll make me lose my job. Yeah, no. Instead, he like, you know, he took, he took the help and Bert, if all goes well, Bert's taxes all of his debts like he'll never have to pay and all of his debts are paid i think that's my favorite part about this one bert figured out a way to not pay his fucking taxes <laughs> which is the libertarian and he dream. did it by hunting graboids yeah <laughs> makes sense uh, sure i'll help i don't have to pay my taxes anymore <laughs> now we cut to bert he is in really bad shape he's in a hospital bed 
I don't think he was conscious. Uh, they need that live graboid. Oh, he was conscious because they had a really uh, cute heart-to-heart talk. Yeah. So uh, he's coming to terms with, you know, him dying. I guess blood isn't thicker than ammo. That yeah, that's the quote. That's a Jamie or Travis said that to Gummer, which right is before is that's a bad quote. <laughs> yeah, again, it's just one of those what, what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Travis, he decides he's going to take Bert's place. He gets all of his gear on, and they plan to go kill the last graboid. Uh, they use the little desk clacker toy that. That's and right. yeah, I forgot. That's how they. That's the Dune. That's thumper. how they lured it. Yeah, the that's Dune, Dune thumper. thumper. Right. At which? At what point did Frank Herbert's kids start writing these movies? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Glenn had a hand in this. Uh, so. That gets the Graboid's attention, and then they have a plane with a wire that's attached to what looks like a ham. And then, <laughs> so here comes the Graboid in the plane. The Graboid surfaces, flies into this container. And they spear it. And then they spear it on all sides and then shut one door. Which shut it. Which doesn't kill it. They no, we got, we got to trap it. We yeah. got, it needs to be right. the last one. They didn't have to spear it. They had it in a storage container. Right. <laughs> yeah. It just like that's just because they want to torture this thing. Uh, they capture it. They try to get close, and the tendril comes out, and they're like, "You can't shoot it. You got to fight it with a knife." Um, <laughs> for some reason, but then Bert just comes out and shoots it. And nobody talks about how they weren't supposed to do that for some reason. (laughs) But they they do. Um, It does throw up on Travis at one point, which was really funny. um, Because it's just that pumpkin and tomato soup nasty shit. Classic. It's just got that weird It's still that same gut. Orange color. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, They killed. Oh, we got to see Bert's butt. Yeah, so Bert is is revealed, so he's now out of the hospital bed, and then it's Bert's butt, and then it's his face. Yeah, and he shoots, that's when he shoots the thing. Um, Right, hospital gown, right? Yeah, Yeah. Bert's butt. Why does he have a hospital gown? Like, why would they have that? And if they were in the tundra, I doubt he would have gone out in the hospital no, gown. No, it's very cold, remember? <laughs> He's Bert Gummer, though. But it's supposed to be like an Arctic He's heat invincible. wave. Except that very first scene when it very clearly was, was not a blizzard. <laughs> Again, first five minutes, coldest part of that movie. Yeah. The rest is hell, I guess. I don't know. We're but gonna, hey, that not camo. A, not a single ice That camo pun. was right, though. Yeah, there's, there are no ice puns. Not a single chill out. <laughs> because Come nobody on. in South Africa has ever seen ice. <laughs> As we we're just going to move on. Uh, <laughs> uh, they do get the venom. Um, they have to climb into the grab. This is some cool body yeah, you horror, gotta, you gotta honestly. You milk a graboid. <laughs> yeah, well, they get a big, like, turkey syringe. Turkey-based? That's, yeah, like the... Yeah, it was the size a, of a turkey baster with a huge, thick, circular needle. It's gotta. But it was massive. <laughs> yeah, and it's not just like a turkey baster. It's like one of the ones you use to pump them full of butter. Yeah. <laughs> and nacho cheese. The Paula Deen turkey baster. Yeah. yeah. The turkey injector. That's what those it's are. It's a turkey Gross. injector. And it, the sack looks like it would be where the uvula would be. So he's got to go into the mouth. And oh, he got he, in that thing. As yeah. he is, it's just like hacking up what looks like loogies into his face. And like he's like, and here we go. Well, why would it, it be there? And it's just hanging. <laughs> it's just hanging there. And <laughs> like it's a just ball like sack. a water balloon or a ball sack. It is a ball sack with no balls, just... Just liquid. Just, yeah, just, like, just venom. Was it orange? It was like lime. It looked like Mountain Dew to me, oh, to be honest. Oh, right, that's right. It was it like looked, lime green. It looked like pee. <laughs> I was like bright. 
Yeah. Wasn't it? It looked neon. Uh, Not, was, it, was it like reanimator green? It yes. wasn't that fluorescent, it was it? It wasn't fluorescent, but yeah. it was the color, yes. Yeah, but then the sun was coming through the mouth, so it like right. lit up. Um, Glistens. They used that venom <laughs> to make a cure. Yep. Which they just make it. Yeah, Damn. next next scene, and then they're just no. like standing around, just no waiting. Clinical trials, no, no clinical trials, no clinical trials, <laughs> no, no like allergy testing. We didn't have to put anything in a centrifuge. No, yeah, it's just <laughs> just like injecting with venom. It's fine, right? <laughs> we put it in the microwave for a few minutes. Yeah, it turns out if you just inject more venom. It's anti-venom. Right. Yeah. It reverses itself. That's how it works. It cancels itself uh, out. Uh, Bert was was dead right after that. He Dr. Was Sims dead. pronounced him dead. Everybody hangs their head, you know, sad, sad. And then he says, no way to treat an HK-91. Yes. But you wrote, <gasps> Bert? So did he say 91? Because he said 94 in the last movie once. Which is, they, it's weird, they just left that in. Maybe right. he did, but I wrote, I wrote it down, like, her, I wrote it down in my brain differently. Okay. Or, like, I wrote it down, but I think That's it fine. actually was. But, yeah, do you see a picture, like, it pans away, Travis is all sad and crying, and then you just hear Bert's voice in the background saying, That's no way to treat that. And you then know, he says something like, oh. like, you know, soldier, you could use a shower. Yeah, you really funny. smell. Like that's the that's the Scooby Doo. We gummer. all get a good laugh, uh, right? But I'm then, alive. Yeah, we go back. In case you didn't notice, you're covered in guts. <laughs> yeah, you stink. <laughs> yeah, I've been massaging the graboid's ball sack to get yeah. your cure. I'm to, alive, but whoo, you smell this super bad. Stinky Mountain Dew. Uh, they, they go back to the graboid. Um, of course, the debt's gone. No taxes. Everybody's happy. Uh, the DARPA guys are like, we could turn that into a weapon. And there's a, a plane buzzing around. A little remote control plane. It's the one from earlier. It's swag hammers, isn't it? It's hearts. That's it's hearts. That's he drinks. That's right. He does drones and he just drink or like little RC planes and drinks energy drinks. Yeah, he says it's a hobby. It's a habit. It's it's an addiction. Oh, <laughs> it's no. like a no effects lyric. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, they uh, they fly the plane around. You realize it's carrying an explosive and. Then the DARPA guys get all nervous and they're like, that's that's property of the U.S. government. You can't do that. And then they fly the plane in and blows it up. Done. No more grab. So yeah. RC plane into the mouth and then everybody gets covered in guts again. Yeah. This is that's also another one of my favorite in the series of Tremors films. It's like the most effective weapon is an RC car with a little dynamite on yeah, it. Yeah, like in every, one, it gets them every time. They made a potato cannon <laughs> with a bunch of dumb parts. It wouldn't work. That all just worked magically. Yeah, yeah. A little RC planes. <laughs> yeah, it's the the improvised weaponry is great. You uh, work with what you got. The you know? first one they made pipe bombs out of pieces of Bert's house. Yeah, he was oh cutting off his God, like little exhaust right. roof yeah. and just, <laughs> uh, he just he designed the whole compound for such an emergency. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He thinks of everything. He planned He's ahead. Right. I do want to say there was a quote in this, and it was like, "You came into the wrong goddamn hangar," and it was the "You came into the wrong goddamn rec room." Right. They re- the- that was such a like forced throwback. Yeah, but it was. Yeah. But I love those little homages, <laughs> but like, especially <laughs> for those real fans. It's like they have that moment. It's like, oh, yeah, like that, you I know. Got it. And they do that in every single movie. Um, <laughs> real quick, we've got a couple more. There's some flirting between Travis and Doctor Sims. Now, early on, Doctor Sims was like, "Are you trying to get?" fresh with me or whatever she says and he's like yes and she says never gonna happen well she she starts to flirt with travis and he's like are you trying to get fresh with me i don't think that's actually what he said people are gonna say something doesn't matter look and then he's like never gonna happen and he looks all cool but then bert's like you idiot she's trying to fuck you (laughs) yeah and he's like oh and then they kiss, and it's meh. And then they kiss, and it's like 
a-okay yeah and Bert's big cool making out scene and yeah just like everybody the first cheers movie with val and Rhonda. yep oh yeah oh yeah and that is another tremors movie <laughs> it is i talked about everything in this i talked about the whole movie i talked about how much i don't like oh boy uh <laughs> I mean, I think that really covers it. Yeah, like, right. We, we got it all. We had some fun facts in there. We have one more movie. We have one more. Oh, it's a good one. It is. I love the last movie. I do. And then what are we going to do? Eric, you remember? what? What's coming up next? Are we in reviewing the, uh, uh, David Lynch's Dune? We are not next? doing Dune. <laughs> I think we're going to get away from Worms. <laughs> no, the next season... I'm excited to announce this. We're going to review every single entry in the Starship Troopers saga. Saga, canon, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Starship Troopers. Can I be episode movie one? Yes. We will see you again, I promise. We want you to be there. So, listeners, I hope you've enjoyed this. Hannah, did you have fun? I did. Eric, did you have fun? I had an ass blast. <laughs> That's good you enough would. for me. <laughs> All right. Listeners, thank you for tuning in once again. You guys have a great time. I love you. Bye.